0: sermon was prepared and written for this Sunday by Rev. Bill Rankin. Many of you have known of my Divinity School classmate who was shot and killed in Lowndes County, Alabama in 1965. Today on MLK Junior Weekend, I'd like to begin my remarks by recounting what happened thereafter in the Divinity School Chapel in Cambridge, Massachusetts. The dean of the school had invited Bishop George Murray of Alabama to the campus to help us better understand what had happened, and what Jonathan's murder meant, if anything, to the Episcopal Church in Alabama. Not incidentally, Murray had been one of the five white clergy leaders to whom Dr. King's magisterial letter from a Birmingham jail had been addressed. The letter responding to the white clergy's complaint that civil rights leaders were moving too fast, to which King had famously replied, the time is always right to do right. When Murray concluded his chapel talk, there were various questions and comments from students and faculty. Finally, quiet descended, as people realized the hour was late and no one wanted to use up the final question. Then a student stood up. He was an African-American young man, a former member of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee in Portsmouth, Virginia. He had there been taken at night into a field by the local sheriff and severely beaten. All eyes were on him as he said, Bishop Murray, when will the black man be a man in Alabama? The bishop's reply was polite, but not memorable. I thought this question pointedly conveyed that racial minority people do not need to be liked or pitied by the majority. Rather, like whites, they want to be respected. That's what it is. This memory prompts another. After being ordained as a priest, I joined the staff of a unique Episcopal parish, All Saints in Pasadena. When starting work there, I ran into another priest, retired, who decades earlier had also been on that staff. At one moment, he offered an opinion. With the wealthy, he said, you are more patient. There were many wealthy people in that parish in those days. But I thought, and still think, that he got it upside down. He should have been a little more influenced by the Bible. He should have said, with the oppressed, you should be more respectful. Because in the realm of God, these are royalty. The basic idea can be reinforced with the help of the Cider House Rules by John Irving. In the film, you may recall, Michael Caine played the caregiver in an orphan's home in Maine. The pathos of the orphans, similar in one respect at least to oppressed minorities, consists in their possessing no legal rights, no friends in high places to look out for them. Their only hope is in God alone, plus the kindness of strangers. The point is that every night, Michael Caine said to them, Good night, you princes of Maine, you kings of New England. For they, too, are royalty in the divine realm. Do our greatest respect as Christians, these princes of Maine and kings of New England. This weekend, I advert to the famous speech from the 1963 March on Washington. Though it is familiar to us as the I have a dream speech, that phrase was not in King's prepared remarks for that day. Here's what happened. The famous gospel singer Mahalia Jackson led into King's speech with the classic spiritual, I've been buked and I've been scorned, then took her place behind the civil rights leader on the podium. When his speech got underway, she called out to King, Tell him about the dream, Martin. Tell him about the dream. Referring to a well-known theme he had articulated in earlier speeches. Martin set aside his notes. He ad-libbed. And so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. He built to his dramatic ending, he announced the tolling of the bells of freedom from one end of our country to the other, then concluded, and when this happens, we will be able to speed up that day when all God's children, black and white, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, Free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Imagine the spirit of Christ embodied, freedom, reconciliation, brother and sisterhood, respect all around. Finally, black people in Alabama treated as adults, and oppressed minorities in California and New York, along the Gulf Coast and along the border with Mexico, and in the Rust Belt too. And in disempowered people finally respected even in places like Israel, Ethiopia, Syria and Iran, Russia, Myanmar, the Korean peninsula, Japan, and China as well. Add in also the privileged limited so badly by absurd theories of entitlement. Imagine it, a world of mutual respect, people made free at last. Thank God Almighty, all of us finally free at last.